Dankeschön. Ja. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and a very good evening to everyone. Welcome to AIUM TV Pips Chat Show, the first episode for season three. Happy Pips, healthy chat. I am Arisha Zahi and I will be your host for tonight. For those currently watching our live, do not forget to give this video a big thumbs up and to also subscribe to our channel. And also we have Facebook, Instagram and Twitter for you guys to follow. And do not forget to listen to our podcast on Spotify at IMTV. All right, so I know we are already in week six and you guys might have tests or quizzes tomorrow and have assignment to submit. But thank you so much for uh, watching us tonight. So without further ado, uh, let me introduce to, uh, to you guys our amazing guest for tonight, uh, Twan Said Azmi. So Twan Said, <laughs> could you introduce yourself Twan Said? Hello everyone, my name is Said Azmi. Um, I am a pharmacist by profession. I am 44 years old and I work in KL. My work mostly consists of safe spaces for children. And if you don't know, children means below 18 years old. Okay, and the topic today that we have is actually the word youth. So for youth, it's actually below 24 years old. Um, but I will try my best um, I am a, um, to talk about this topic based on the questions. And I think that this session will be more interesting if you ask hard-hitting questions that you are um, not familiarized with when it comes to youth pornography and internet. Um, and we'll try our very best to fulfill all the answers. Um, I guess that's pretty much it. We have 40 minutes, so the time is yours. Arisha, I'll give it okay, back to you. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, how many how many years or how long have you been involved in helping these youth, helping addictive youth to pornography? Like, um, in Malaysia right now, like, we are in the fourth that search pornography in the world, so it's really worrisome, right? Well, pornography has been around for years and, and, and probably with the revolution of digitalization, I'm sure that it's even bigger. However, to be totally honest, we, we don't really work on um, helping youth with pornography because a lot of people are in denial. They don't think that they have any addiction in watching pornography until it's a bit too late. Um, and another thing with um, MCO and the increase of usage and reliability towards gadget that has actually increased the usage of pornography until such statistic, statistics occurs. Um, but I have been in child advocacy and protecting children for probably around five years. However, my work has always been about mannerism and unity, which has been spanned for nearly 10 years, yeah. So just now you uh, mentioned about like people doesn't uh, notice they were actually addicted to pornography. So 
before we go into very details, like, would you explain to us what is pornography? So, like, maybe people out there will actually know, oh my God, I have addicted to pornography. So, yeah, in what context we should think that this is pornography content? Um, okay, I'm very bad with definition and Webster's Dictionary. I wish I can just Google it right now, but no, I won't. So basically, what I want to say is pornography, it can be in any form um, or languages or any image that fulfill your sexual gratification. So if you watch pornography and actually you do feel aroused and it provides um, sexual gratification. So that can be in a form of pornography. So it can be in a form of um, live. It can be in a form of cartoon. It can be in a form of uh, images. It can be in a form um, because it's called pornography. So there's the word graphy there. So basically it has to do something with images. However, um, sexual gratification can also come from voices, uh, can also come from reading text, um, but that is not what they call graphy, you know, so in Latin. So, so, but in shorter version is, Anything that has got to do with sexual gratification and images that can deem to be inappropriate. I know that in the in the West, they actually legalize all this, right? You can pay-per-view and all that. So it means that it's legalized and it's also a very big industry and it's a money-making industry. And, and people think that it's private. The problem with this is when it's no longer private, meaning that you watch and then you become curious and then you try on to yourself and then you try on to others, consent or non-consent. And then, and of course, there's addiction to it. So that's the problem. So um, that is the main issue that we have right now. All right. So uh, because it's like very, like if you watch it, it's arousing, but why do you think most people got, got involved in this watching pornography, uh, especially youth, like, you know, teenagers? Oh, well, it's not just teenagers. I'm sure mm. that um, pornography addiction does happen even for adults. Um, but for youth or even children, most of the answers is that they're just bored. So... So that's why they, they were not, nobody wants to be caught into trouble, but when you just don't have anything else and, and you cannot even think of doing anything else, so pornography seems to be there and they just browse it and then they get excited and then they, become, they cannot control it. So that is the problem after that. So um, we are talking about gender right now. So which like female or male like, has the highest involvement in watching pornography or just the same? Um, I wouldn't know the statistic unless people want to say it, but in my line of work, um, mm -hmm. I don't see gender as an issue. And because of that, I believe that the, um, it's not about same or not the same, but both genders have problems with pornography. You see, so it's not about the female is less or things like that. Maybe it's less because it's underreported. Um, but in one way or another, I don't think that is a discriminative um, point. I'm sure there are pornography that entice 
the girls and the women and i'm sure there are pornography that entices the men as well and then and then there are pornography based on sexual orientation as well so and then interest as well so you can imagine people who likes to watch pornography based on necrophilics uh, people like to watch pornography based on um the materials or biological waste or sex among animals so so basically you see and it's genderless so i don't think so there's any of that and i think that i understand that there might be a lot of study to see the focus on the community towards pornography but it's a slippery slope because you actually have to be with them to watch the pornography to actually understand the psyche behind it so it's not really a great deal or a great thing Yeah, that's true. Mm. So, um, because you like you always receive calls on Facebook, right? Right, Twine, betul tak? Yes, right. yes, yes. So, so part of my work. Yeah. So, do you have any experience uh, that uh, involving this pornography for the youth? Why? Yeah, do. Obsessed. I do. Um, well, they don't talk about the why. By the time they talk to me, it's because they wanted to know how to stop or how to control it um, because they went into deeps and and they wanted to learn how. Um, and it's important to get the right people um, to talk about it and to help them. For instance, if they have urges or they are the type who... Who actually like to masturbate themselves, and then but they don't want to anymore because they believe religion say it's a sin and they don't want to. And then if they get into the wrong hands, meaning that the ones who are not in, expert in that, so they might just say that why don't you just watch less, like once a week, to just you know feel good about yourself and your urges. So if you do that, then then the rest of it you'll be the same. But it's not true for people with. Or for people who have sexual tendencies towards things like that, you know, so that would have been very, very much difficult, and um, and you see, they wanted to stop. So of course, um, there are so many methods for people who wants to stop. You can actually Google this. There's so many methods that they might be scientific, they might be religious methods, and all that. So, but if you get to the wrong hands, then they might just lead you on into doing other things as well. So yes, we do receive a lot of calls talking about people wanting to stop. Um, it depends on three things. It depends on the intensity, meaning that how deep is your pornography diary or some sort. It believe, and then frequency, how often you watch. And the third one is there's intensity, there's frequency, and um, frequency, uh, and then duration. How long have you watched this? At what age have you started? You see, ah, so so all that needs to be put in a place, and then and then the right therapist um, should know how. When people call to me about it, sometimes they're already scared, or they don't know where to go, or they don't know what kind of therapist. Is it costly? Um, mm-hmm. Is it common? Is it how many times they have to go through a week? You know, and it's a very very serious issue, and we don't want people to just suddenly go into that. Um, to try out without knowing all the consequences. Yeah, so it's not something that I would say if you can prevent watching it, please do. You know, um, so yeah. But everybody, in one way or another, have their own fantasy 
to fulfill sexual gratification. That's why getting married is the best way or abstinence is the best way, kan? according to a lot of people. So, um, but really, um, nobody's better than anyone else. And, and for instance, ah, nobody's perfect, you know? So some people might have a shopaholic issue where they like to shop and spend a lot more money and then they get into trouble, kan? It's just that it's not something about their private parts, you know, or about their sexual fantasies, but it's still an addiction. So any form of addiction is not good as well. You know, it can harm one person or it can harm others. Get what I mean? So pornography is one of it. However, they do have, uh, pornography do have, um, it does stuck in the brain and that it can create curiosity and it can actually um, demolish the family and all that, yeah. Yeah, it's create curiosity especially to children if they like watch. Because uh, before this, it was really, really, it went viral about, um, you know, the YouTube video about Elsa and the Spider-Man thing. Do you oh, know that? No, I don't. <laughs> that one is like very, very, it's very weird. The video is weird. Uh, from afar, we might think that it's only about, you know, the very famous Disney character, Elsa, Queen Elsa, and also Spider-Man, the hero. Eh? But actually, when we sit with the children, it's actually very sexual. Um, I mean, it's very weird in the, in the sense, like, it's almost pornography, just like you said before. Uh, what do you think about it? And, you know, do you think about uh, sex education should be implemented in the early age, at the early age? Um, okay, so basically I think with time, uh, I understand your question is about sex education, and yes. um, but then again, uh, some people call it sexuality education. So, so basically, um, if we take that, that kind of approach, we will, in a nutshell, um, sexuality education in the end will make you learn and you will end up making better options and choices including pornography, whether to click or not to click, okay? It's, it's, it sounds very easy, but sex education or sexual education, uh, it's a process, it's, it's a long process because you need to have reasons, you need to understand reasonings, and you cannot just teach in a subject or in a day or in an hour about what is that all about, you know? So, but with knowledge, you can actually, I, I believe, that it will be more informed and once the person is more informed it will make they that person will make better choices you know oh. whether to watch or not to watch but uh. what if it's the children like the minor so, okay, so that's the thing so mm -hmm. pornography was not to they shouldn't have access to children can. So children cannot have access to pornography. However, um, so bad people will try to find a way to go inside and they actually manage to reach to children. So that's why parents play an important role to actually guard the children and to, to check and everything about um, what they are doing. So that's one thing. And then um, I also have to add here that... Um, in safeguarding children in pornography, uh, in sex education, in sexual education as well, there's a lot of discussions for the children because they get curious. So you actually have to explain to them, you know. And then once they know that this is inappropriate, they will say no to it. There are a lot of children with good 
um, sexual education that was brought to them that is a success. Banyak. So sebenarnya, it's proven that with more knowledge, they will know how to click better. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will have a, like, a broader knowledge, like, like that, right, Twin? Mm-hmm. It's not just broader knowledge, they know what's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And then yes. they're empowered by it. And, and they know what is appropriate and not appropriate. So, um, uh, all right. So, I think just now you say like, um, the correct way for us to prevent or to yeah prevent the addiction to pornography. I think I just I heard you say like, Calvin, like marriage is one of it. Is it correct to insight? Do you think that will be <laughs> well, very helpful? That's what- that's what I that's what I said, and that's what people will advise. You know, if you were to mm. curb, you might as well get married. Okay, it's not right. It's not wrong at all, actually, because um, then you have your sexual gratification at the right place, right? Uh, but marriage is not a solution towards everything. You know, so basically, prevention is still the best policy uh, for this, and then um, and not. Um, and basically, I do understand that I wish to say that therapy is, is good and it works. However, it's not easy access for everyone to actually go into therapy um, to prevent themselves from getting involved in this, you know. And um, But I have to admit that getting married is one way um, to curb pornography. When you, yeah, but um, as we can see now, even people who are married, and who don't talk about their sexuality properly as well, they will end up still watching pornography if they don't actually, it's not handled, but they are not making that conversation enough to actually understand. And it's very difficult. I do understand. This is the problem with pornography. You watch pornography, let's say normal uh, straight sex, and then suddenly you watch everything that you can Google you watch nearly everything because that's what happened. You ne- you will dig and dig and dig until you finish. And then you suddenly realize saying that uh, there's nothing interesting in sex anymore because it was supposed to be explored in a fitrah way with your partner. But then again, and then you watch pornography and then you finish watching that. And then in the end, you suddenly saw something probably interesting like peeing on your partner or some sort. So called golden shower and you just click on it and you watch and you, you get aroused or you get interested. And then can you imagine when you're with your partner but you don't know how to say it. You don't know how she will take it. And then, but it's something that you want to try, you see? And and, and becomes very much uncomfortable. Dah kan? And then because you cannot get it because you're already addicted to it and you cannot get that. And then what would you do? You start watching all such of such sexual acts pornography again and they will go lead to something else and something else it's a serious thing but a lot of people men and women think that they can control they can say no 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 I just watch it for fun I wouldn't hurt anyone with it blah 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 but but it's like a different type of drug and you just and it's just dangerous for I would say I would say this I know that because I handle cases and when mm-hmm. children talk about how they watch pornography and what type of pornography they watch, I don't intend to know uh, what type because it doesn't matter. Any form of pornography, it's wrong. So I don't need to know, oh, this is bad. or oh, this is not so bad. Um, so probably they say straight sex or um, gay sex. So basically, how, I cannot say that gay sex is worse than the straight sex. I cannot. It's just pornography. It's the same. It's still and it's a, a pornography, right? It's pornography and it's inappropriate. And mm. it's still yes. pornography and it's inappropriate. So, so because of that, I cannot 
um, cannot I cannot condone that. And I don't want to get knowledgeable about how many types of pornography out there do you think? I don't want to know because it's the same. There's no one is better than the other. Is There's no one that is lighter and, than others. If it creates that kind of addiction to you, stay away. Stay far, far away from you. Right. Um, so what are the other challenges that you face uh, for youth addiction to like pornography? Um, it takes a very long time. And they have to know that. And we have a case that she count days, how many days that she didn't click any pornography material. And it was hard for her, you know. So we give the support saying that I think she's already 38 days by today. So I think 38 or nearly 40 already. So 40 days, she's being sober about it. And it's hard for her, even though people think just do other things. So she tried to think of other things, but she had flashback and all that that interests her, excites her. So it's difficult. So... So that was that's among the challenges that they have. And I'm not a sex therapist, so I'm, so I'm not an expert in this. What we do is save children. So so basically, but um, I understand from their experience that it, it is hard and difficult, but it's not impossible. It's not impossible. As long as maybe they have a very strong support, right? Of course, it, uh, well, it, it, support can be very vague because... Nobody wants to be told that you are an, a porn addict. Oh. So sometimes they keep it to themselves. So, so that kind of support too, it's very, very vague, lah, to put it. So, uh, um, I mean, I want to ask, like, do you know the person that you are actually helping? I mean, as in, in person or just got a call and you just tolong, just help her or him? I don't even ask their name, to be honest. Okay. I do. Yeah, because I think it's unnecessary. I just want to help a person. So that person, sometimes I don't ask name and things like that. Probably age, but not name. All right. So, um, do, like, do you ever experience something like uh, people come to you asking for like help? Okay, maybe kids or teenagers asking for help about this pornography that you talk and uh, you advise them, you want to help, but eventually they just like back off, like it's never mind. Have you ever experienced that? No. <laughs> no. Uh, why I say no is part of part of healing or part mm -hmm. of getting help is to be involved in making that decision to help oneself. Meaning that you can give so many ideas, but the help can only happen when you choose which one and stay adamant to that and and actually do something. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, um, what are the amount of the activities that you and you, your team that has done to prevent this from happening again? Maybe you have like... Okay, so um, pornography is, as I say, it's not new, okay? Um, and um, on, on Puat Payong, or me, myself, is pornography is not one of my strongest um, suit. It's not. Simply because um, there are other things, I suppose, or there are so many other groups who actually does anti-pornography um, campaigns way better than me. 
And um, I know that I'm a great communicator, meaning that if people call to talk, they know they can get my time. They know that they can get my focus and actually we can actually talk about anything under the sun. Okay. But pornography and addiction, addiction is something else. So an addiction needs to have proper steps, you know. Um, so, um, for instance, when I know that family have problem with their children with drugs or children having problems with family who actually use drugs. So we create a different team to handle just that uh, because they need different kind of support. You know, as for me, um, as I said, I'm no expert in anything anyway, but, um, but at least we can have network to actually solve um, any form of problems that they may have, you know. And so if, if you ask me, I wouldn't. And, 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 you know, sometimes imagine years ago when the word sodomy came out, people who doesn't know what is sodomy, not everybody used that word because it's in the paper. And the paper is not wrong, but it creates a curiosity of what is that. And to yes. some people, they may not even know that such act existed among men or people. So they get curious. So I don't want to create unnecessary curiosity without proper information and guidance because fallen at the wrong hands, the curiosity might create for them to try it out, you know, and, and that's not a good thing to have. So I'm trying to keep, because for Pua Payong and myself, we would like to prove that family unit is very, very much the best barrier from getting any harm done to children. So mm. we want family to know to be responsible and we want family to know if you cannot be great parents, there are ways for you to get help so that you can protect your family. Right. But, uh, okay, if, uh, we have questions. I will, give, I will answer this uh, before the question. Okay. I will answer okay. you this. There was a time, there was mm -hmm. um, not not too long, I think it was 7th February. I remember because I was doing a slide on this just now. This year? Um, pardon? This year, this 7th year. February. Yeah. This, all right. Kids. So yeah. a father with two children asked me that he loved to watch pornography. Mm -hmm. He loved it so much. And he wanted to know how to watch pornography safely in the house. So you see, a lot of people will just think that this is just nonsense or this is rude. But I took that question in from him because I believe that he was looking for answers. Mm -hmm. And even though the answer is promoting him to watch pornography safely at home, and as I said, that accidents do happen, it cannot be safe anyway. But there were, uh, we found seven methods. We found seven ways to watch pornography safely. But I also find seven ways, seven talking points of why choosing not to watch is better. Okay? Seven ways how to watch and seven ways why not to watch. And it's not about how to stop or how to reduce. It's about seven ways how to watch safely. And then I interlace the seven ways with seven, seven reasons why it's better not to watch. Okay? Oh, I only talk about it. Do you understand? It's like, uh, like 
you are telling the person like it, you know the title that like, you change a bit right so i didn't change i told him mm -hmm. the answer you know mm -hmm. so he asked me what are the seven methods for me to watch pornography safely at home so i said mm -hmm. number one i just give an example and this is a wrong example okay <laughs> number one is to watch in the toilet okay so to, let's say i said number one watch in the toilet okay he says okay okay one a so i just say one a so one a i said that it is actually wrong um in religion and in the constitution to watch pornography in this country okay uh, so i just told him that and then number two is blah 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 two a watching pornography can create an addiction that you cannot control uh, and then he he hears that you found found that so basically but of course a lot of people were angry at me for entertaining such question but there is no such thing as a stupid question and I yeah. entertained that because he was looking for an answer and I would like to be a responsible adult to find out and to tell him to correctly, him. but at the same mm -hmm. time, try to stop it. Okay, let's go with the questions. All right, so, um, like, previous you were saying, like, the father asked you about uh, how to watch pornography safely, but is there any cases where the parents themselves teach their children to watch pornography? This is a question from our viewers. Mm. I don't think any parents, good parents, deliberately wanting their children to watch pornography. Okay? I don't think any parents would deliberately just wanted to do that. By mm. accidents, there's a lot. There's a lot of accidental incidences. However, if the person has bad intention towards someone, yes, they would entice that someone to watch pornography. Oh, isn't that like a, like a child grooming? Don't you think so? Yeah, so, yeah so that is child grooming. But in the context of pornography, we, I just answered that way. Hmm. All right, so we have next question for our viewers, which uh, the questions is, how do you identify early onset of an addiction? Which is uh, from our viewer, uh, is it Lilia? Ilia? I'm sorry. Okay, so basically, as I said, intensity, frequency, and duration. So when you have this tree, and I'm sure there's a table or a standard somewhere when you talk about addiction, because as I said, I don't do this. Mm -hmm. Then you can categorize whether is it early onset, is it harmful and all that. I have to answer that shortly because I don't know what is the table to say about um, pornography, like out of this criteria, <clears throat> will it define as early onset? But I want to say there's children as young as four years old, if they stumble upon pornography, they wouldn't forget. And they will have flashbacks. And it will actually be with them until they are adult. That one I know. Maksudnya, um, macam kalau dah biasa tengok abis kecil, dia akan besar. Tak semestinya biasa. Tak semestinya biasa, walaupun satu kali. Ooh. Like, hmm. okay, we have another question. Like, I think this is very interesting. Which uh, are scenes in movies considered as pornography? Meaning like the kissing scene, perhaps? Does that 
Does that give you sexual gratification? If yes. Oh, okay. You mean like the sexual arouse? Like that? Yeah, yeah oh. maybe. Okay, so we should ask ourselves like that. So if yes, meaning that it's already considered as pornography. But you know what? Mm -hmm. There's so many kissing scenes and everybody is different. I'm sure some watch kissing scene and they have no feelings about it. And why they don't have any feelings about it? Maybe they were educated enough to know that it's inappropriate at this age, but it will be appropriate if you're married. Mm, like so that. that is sexuality education. So it's not about you being controlled, but about you being more informed. Mm -hmm. More knowledge. Like that. But, mm -hmm. but hold on. Pornography also, it normally involves uh, nakedness that's where it becomes a bit difficult but we have kissing scene even in cartoon yeah we wouldn't call that pornography you see because children also watch kissing scene and if they explain kata, but they're adult and blah 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 we explain can they jadi lain they tak jadi yeah. that scary anymore to call that as pornography but we do have censorship in our country right so we censor yes. all this kissing scene and all that so maybe to them that all these scenes is inappropriate because the musibah is bigger than the advantage. And most of the time, these scenes have no context and you can miss it and it doesn't hurt the scene. All right. So um, I think I want to take another question from our viewer, right? Okay, Twin. So I think this uh, is uh, a good question as well because he or she wants to help uh, the friend. So, how to advise a friend who addicted to pornography from Anisazleka? If you want to start helping someone with pornography addiction, you have to start. You have to know that it had is a long process, and you will always be there no matter what. You cannot say I'm busy, I'm shopping, I'm doing my assignment, blah blah blah. No, if they need your help, they need your help. Oh. And as I said, that the urges happen if you have idle minds. So you have to actually help like talking or listening or going out or doing activities um, and even actually puasa, solat, solat sunat, all that actually work as well. Tau, sebenarnya. Mandi, those things actually work. You know, different people have different ways. And I never say which one is better than the rest. But if you were to become a support system for them, you always have to be there for them. And you cannot tease them saying that. So you think only you steam that, huh? You steam that. You cannot do that, lah. It's not funny, pun, to them. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. correct. So um, I mean, like, uh, which means like we have to be there to support them. And uh, for the person who is currently wanting to change, they have to busy themselves. Do do other than watching pornography. But I believe it's really no. hard, right? Because it uh, I think it's very, very hard. It's like, it's like for me, I was thinking like, I've done it before, but I am not allowed to open a Facebook. Maybe mm -hmm. can you imagine that? Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's difficult. Right? Yeah, we have been doing that for so many times, and we have to stop deliberately to stop. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Arisha, do you mind yeah. by eating because I'm very no, much hungry? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, sure. You can eat because this is we are very laid back. Let me try relax when you're talking. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, next question. All right. So, do we have a next question? To from all right. So we have one more question from viewers. 
do you think sex education should touch upon pornography? This is from our viewers. Mm. Sex education is not about pornography, okay? It's mm. not about pornography. But oh, it's different. I mean, yeah, sex education is not porn. There's a lot of respect there. Pornography has no respect. Sex education, there's a lot of respect. Yes. So you can talk about the bad effects of it. You don't have to make it more interesting by talking porn, you know? So you don't have to. I don't see any need in acknowledging pornography helps or acknowledging the existence of pornography. You know, you, you know it exists, but you don't have to romanticize it to make it normalize or to make it okay. I don't think so. Is it a respected? It's not even respectful, can it's so it's degrading. No, I don't think so. That's how I, I, like I think uh, the reason we don't have to like touch pornography when we like doing the sex education, I think because we have to prevent from the people to have curiosity. Yeah. curiosity. Yeah. So, so because there's no guidance, right? Mm-hmm. So they search on their own and then fall into the trap and they cannot help themselves after that. Plus, internet is very broad. Like, on the internet. Like, it's very easy. Just yeah. click it and type whatever you want to know about on the Betul. internet. So it's, oh my God, the team is very jealous of us, Dwayne. <laughs> so um, do you know, like, okay, since... It's about time already. It's really sad to me. Do you know, like, where all these people have pornography addiction, where can they ask for help for them to stop um, from this addiction? Maybe from you? How? No, 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 no. But <laughs> please don't call me for this. But, Why is that? But you can see a doctor, actually, for this. You know, just to actually know about yourself. Mm-hmm have someone that you can trust to actually talk that you actually have a problem because admitting the problem is the number is the first step in anything if you admit you have a problem at least it's a start you know mm-hmm. so um but yes you can start with doctors psychologists psychiatrists a bit difficult to go but but you have all that so that's the first thing and don't worry you deserve to be helped so don't worry about them you deserve to be helped so you just tell them that you need help whether they can do it or not, then they will let you know. But you have the right to actually ask for help. All right. So what if they, they are scared of like the stigma of the people? Uh, where they can ask for like other help? Is there any... Um, like, actually, that's not true. Because if you go to any medical profession, it's very mm-hmm. much... It's a very confidential um, system. So don't worry about it. And it's not about it's cool. them. Mm-hmm. It's about you yourself, kan? So just go. So, all right. So, do you have any advices to give to the youth, other to the students, teenagers, especially students, right? Who uh, have been addicted to this unhealthy addiction, activity, and maybe uh, some motivation to stop them from doing their habit. First of all, don't start. Don't and start. if you already start. Mm-hmm. If you already start, but you think you're not addicted, the thing is, the thing is, the negativity is more than the positive. Okay? So, All right. 
So that is very much important that you should know. And then you cannot control it. That is also true. You cannot. It is like a drug and it's very much scary and it can be with you for life. So when you want to get married and all that, it, it creates a little bit of confusion. You don't want that. I don't want that to anyone. So that's my advice. All right. So, uh, all right. So it's already like almost the end. So before I end, I want to tell all viewers out there: do not forget to click the like button for tonight's episode, and also to subscribe to IIM TV channel. Uh, we also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So you guys out there, do not forget to follow to know more updates on IIM TV. And we have podcasts also on Spotify at IIM TV. So, me, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for being our guest and spending your time with us in Pipstead Show. I know you're such a busy, busy man, but it's an honor for me to talk with you about this issue. Thank you very much, Duane. Thank you so much, IIUMTV. <laughs> so um, I had a blast. It's a very challenging topic, to be honest. We probably yeah. don't have enough experts yet, um, mm -hmm. but who knows, you know? Yeah. So be hopeful, um, and we all can face this right together. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's very helpful. It's very helpful already. And I want to thank, thank you to our viewers as well for watching us from the beginning till the end. So till we meet again in the next episode. Bye-bye. Wassalamualaikum. Okay.